This episode is brought to you by 21 Kicks Journals, the journals you'll actually finish. Research shows that actively doing something for 21 days in a row will change your brain. Our uniquely designed 21-day journals will grow you on a deeper level, help you increase your odds of achieving your goals, and, not to mention, they're fun and beautifully designed. Head to the 21 Kicks Etsy shop today to explore your journaling options. We'll link it in the show notes. Welcome to the Witty and Gritty Podcast, where we believe that lifelong learning and relentless determination are essential to developing your passions and reaching your goals. Here to help you along the way are the hosts of the show. Take it away, ladies. Hey, y'all. I'm Brooke. And I'm Farron. As educators and high achievers, we're passionate about providing our listeners with effective strategies to help navigate life's obstacles and reach your goals sooner. Join us as we break down credible research that gives you a fresh perspective and challenges your limiting beliefs. Laugh and grow as we share personal anecdotes and interviews from people that have demonstrated what it takes to be successful. By implementing these practices, you will develop your unique skill set and learn how to better serve your community. Get your mind right. And enjoy this time designed just for you. Episode 142, coming at you. We're back to rhyming. (laughs) All right, you ready? Love me, love me. Somebody touch me. (laughs) So inappropriate. Say that you love me. Need me, squeeze me. It's something like that. Anyway, it's one of those 90s teen coming of age movie soundtrack. I wonder what the soundtrack is for kids these days. I don't Know, Have you seen the I'm meme? Afraid to ask. The meme or the reel where the guy's like, teens are now referring to my youth as the late 1900s. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and he wow, says yeah. an inappropriate word. And, and yeah. Well, uh, he's not I, wrong. I felt it. So felt it. we are in our love language mini series. Remember, it's not just about husbands and wives, it's about everybody who has a relationship with anybody. Yeah. And turn, if you want to do it better. Yeah. Turns out Jesus calls us to love all. Oh, yeah? Every person. All. Those that you like and don't like. That's true. Okay, so today we're going to talk about our first of five love languages, words of affirmation. Affirmative. Affirmative. <laughs> yes. So in case you didn't know what words of affirmation is, that's positive words you're saying to people to affirm them. Yes, it can be verbal compliments, who doesn't love getting a sweet little note, um, even expressing your appreciation for somebody. So there you go. Yeah, and that, that can even look like encouraging as well. So not just like, wow, you look really nice in that dress, but hey, man, you're awesome at whatever skill you're going to use for that example. Go get them, Tiger. If you are fortunate enough to be uh, friends with Brooke in real life, she is like the number one words of affirmation person. Like, she can hype up anybody and encourage you to do all the things. I mean, she could probably talk me into doing a marathon. <laughs> Remember how <laughs> last week it. you said I'm not Please really don't. good at receiving words of affirmation? <laughs> <laughs> I do. So what's really interesting is I didn't realize how... I guess I was above average until you brought it up in CG. You are superior. I guess like a month ago. To everyone I know. (laughs) (laughs) My mom's pretty good at it too. Maybe that's where I get it from. Yeah. She passed it on down. But yes, I didn't realize that was a skill set until you 
said it to me. So thank you for affirming my affirmations. <laughs> yes. They, we were talking about how the spouse should be the number one cheerleader, to which I told everybody in front of Jacob, well, first it's Brooke, and, and then it's him. And then it's Jacob. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> so it's just, that's nice that you have that talent. Yeah. You need a pep talk, call me. I got you. Always. Just message me on Instagram and I'll pipe you up. I'll send a message back. <laughs> yes. So something else, I thought this aligned really well with what we're talking about in our church group too, that the word encourage literally means to inspire courage. Yes. And so words of affirmation are especially helpful for people that might not be feeling so courageous or brave and it could just be in the day-to-day. For sure. Like, I don't know if I can get up and cook macaroni and cheese one, one more, more time. time. Oh Goodness, gosh. pour one more sippy cup of <laughs> apple juice. I just don't know. <laughs> so it could be for things both daily and once-in-a-lifetime oh things. Oh, my gosh. And you try to batch work that. Like, seriously, I make 13 PBJs on Sunday nights. Mm-hmm. And I put them in the freezer. Mm. Life hack, people. If you needed that and it's cheap, put it in the freezer. Take one out every morning. Put it in a lunchbox. Goodbye, children. Yep. And to myself. I don't know if I can eat one more PBJ this year, but, you know, Philippians 4.13. (laughs) (laughs) I really like how in this section they talk about the latent potential that your spouse or your friend or whomever has whenever you can give them those encouraging words. What I love about this book is that he gives story after story after story in every chapter, throughout each chapter, just affirming how this works, which is really cool. Yes. So as always, we encourage you to get your own copy of the book. We said it in the last episode, but it comes with um, two of the tests to determine your love language and your spouse's love language, but also the stories. We'll share a couple of ours throughout this series, but... Um, He's got some really great examples that really illustrate the points nicely. Yes. And before we go much further, I do think it is important that when we talk about words of affirmation, it doesn't mean like strongly encouraging your spouse to do something that you want done. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like, honey, I really think you'd be great at mowing the yard today. I think you can do it and it would look great if you could go out there and do it now. That just... Man, it would look nice and you'd be awesome. Yeah, that's called <laughs> manipulation and that's not love. Nope. So Unfortunately, This that's... is not a book on like how to manipulate your spouse. No. It's how to love your spouse and come from a loving place. So yes. keep that in mind. Good point to bring up, Farron. Right. And so if you um, want to see a change in your relationship, instead practice some empathy and seeing uh, the world from your spouse's perspective. And that involves first knowing what your spouse values. So Mm -hmm. um, again, this is going to be a lot of you looking intrinsically at yourself, but obviously you're in a relationship with someone else. So what are your motives behind your words of affirmation? Yes. And then two, in order to be the most affirming, you need to Mm -hmm. know a little bit about your spouse's interests and desires and what motivates them i've got a kind of example give it to <laughs> it's me. not really a non-example it's not really like yeah here because motivation <laughs> <laughs> so morgan he is a sales dude and he sells things to people great good job he is very gifted in this realm which is why he 
he loves it. He's passionate about it. You go, girl. So at one point, they were opening a new store that happened to be a couple states away. And so a higher up was like, hey, you want to da-da-da-da-da? And it was for a different position that was a level up, but Dallas Branch didn't have that. And so I said, Morgan, if you are as good at your job as you say you are, should they not create the position here in Dallas where you live with your family? Because you're so good at it, right? Very so, nice. Lo and behold, that ended up happening, which is really cool. But daggum, I mean, he it's almost like he needed to... He will say that he's not a words of affirmation person because he's very confident, which if you know Morgan, he is confident. Again, good job. But having me say that, I think it helped hearing it a different way. Like, he knew he was he was good at what he did, but... Hey, no, that means you can, if you're as good as you say you are, then let's not relocate a couple states away because that would make me very sad. Yeah. And I like what you said, too. If someone claims to not be a words of, of affirmation person, um, I, some people might be embarrassed if you're speaking highly in front of, yes. of them in front of other people. So you do need to navigate this carefully, but it doesn't mean don't ever say mm-hmm. nice things. Like, if Jacob brought home flowers, I would definitely not be like, those are going to die. You know, I like no, them. <laughs> but if that turned into a budget of, you know, 50 to $100 a month that he's allocating towards buying me flowers, I'm like, hey, can we get some, like, pedicures up in yeah. here? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and that comes with communication. Because yeah, a lot of times the the other, the, reci- the receiving end doesn't want to be like, uh, hey, instead of this thing you just did for me, can we just do it like this instead? So, again, you've got to figure out your delivery on that one. Which leads nicely into kind mm-hmm. words. So, you know, if you're like, you did a good job on the yard. It looks great. Finally. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got to say it with kind words. Um, did we already tell this story about uh, say no nicely? Uh, no? Yes, but it's for the new people. Okay. For the new people. new people. So I don't know if you've ever tried to have a child apologize for something they did and they go, sorry. Oh okay, gosh. so that's just an example of how sorry. they're saying the word, but they're not saying it in a way that sounds sincere. Right. Um, so my daughter, uh, you know, could say no, mm-hmm. right? And it, it's like, they could say no or no thank you or something like that. But uh, one of my kiddos was like, No. And I was like, say no nicely. And she's like, no nicely. <laughs> and so, again, there's you can say the words, but how they're delivered can convey more than you might imagine. You know, so if you're a monotone person, like that who? might be a struggle. Say it with a smile. I have to, like, yeah. I haven't had to tell you that in a long time. You though. haven't, you know... Look, look at God. <laughs> I literally, if I'm presenting, I have people standing at the back who will like point at their mouth and smile so that I know like, oh, I should smile or they'll move their finger like up and down by their head. Like, hey, you need to make your voice move up and down. Like, cool. Yeah. So it's like stage moms that do the routines uh, yeah. in the audience. They that got just you. Always, <laughs> I only think of Mean Girls Christmas. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing to be said with dialects. And words of affirmation. And if you read the workplace words or appreciation languages, this, it was mind-blowing to me. So let's say you're a words of affirmation person, but it is, eh, if your coworker gives you a compliment, but if your boss said something, that would mean so much more. 
So it's not that you're not a words of affirmation when it comes to a coworker giving you a compliment. You just might also be a three and you need your boss to recognize it. Or if you're a five, you don't want your boss to in the meeting be like, and then Susie, she did a really great job, everybody. Give her a round of applause. That would make her embarrassed. So again, knowing how all those types roll in together and how they would rather have it. Would Susie rather have you write her a card and put it in her box? Maybe so. Another um, point that he brings up under kind words is um, responding with uh, responding to anger in a calm way. Mm-hmm. So sometimes um, a fight can escalate out of nowhere, and you might even be in the fight like, "How did what? What? I don't talk about shoes. What happened? <laughs> How did we get here?" So um, you know, this requires, and he talks about this concept a lot of mature love. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants mature love, right? You want to be mature and live into that. And so, again, just because your spouse or somebody starts with a negative tone, if you can respond with a kind, soft tone, it can de-escalate a situation or prevent it from escalating. Um, I know a lot of times in, in classroom management, they would talk about doing this with students, that if a student is talking loudly and you just start whispering, or if you have a loud class and you just... You know, say, okay, guys, I need you to go ahead and put your stuff away and get out your pencil. And Brooke is not going to like this part of the episode because I'm talking too quiet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to turn you up right now. (laughs) Yes, but the point is that people kind of adapt to the environment around them. So if you can respond in kindness, then they can, uh, it could de-escalate and change their tone without you saying, don't yell. Why are you yelling? Mm -hmm. Why do you got an attitude with me? Again, they're going to reciprocate, hopefully, your tone that you're using with them. For sure. There's, so I guess this verse, I think I mentioned this, this was like maybe a million episodes ago. I, there was a season in my adult life where I seriously struggled with anger. And I could not, I really struggled with it. And man, I really like Ephesians. Uh, Ephesians 4.26, that's the verse where it's like, in your anger, don't sin, or In some translations, it says, be angry and don't sin. So it's recognizing anger is a normal feeling, but what are you doing after that? What is going on in your head after that? And so I had to make note cards of all these Bible verses on anger. And anytime I was angry, I read through them multiple times until I was finally calm. So if you needed an anger tactic, do that. But there's, I'm looking for the verse, but it talks about how to respond when someone is angry. Okay, you keep looking. Um, I think, too, like we tell our kids when they're disappointed, no, you can't get the toy at the checkout aisle, which, Target, why do you do that? Walmart, why do y'all put little toys that kids <laughs> want right there? I mean, I get it, but breaking up families, people, okay, that's a little extreme. But the point is, we tell them all the time, like, you can be disappointed, but you can't scream and kick and throw in the store or really anywhere. Right. Um, but then as adults, when we're frustrated or mad, we can we can do road rage we can scream at each other we can you know i I haven't broken anything punch a pillow i don't know but i think it's the same thing that we want to raise our kids to do so you can have those real feelings but handling them in a mature way right and also when you're talking about humble words kind words how you're saying it tone that, that comes down to love makes requests and not demands. So, again, it's even just the words in the sentence that you're using, which will be super helpful. Yes, I like 
Um, you know, the free will debate with God. I thought you were about to say free willy. (laughs) (laughs) No, I can't even pull one to try to (laughs) act like that's what I was going to say. But, you know, the free will, that God's given us free will. Because would you want your spouse to love you because they have to or because they want to? And it's like, well, I want them to do it because they want to love me. Mm -hmm. And so same thing here, at least for me. Maybe there are some people that they just, they don't care, they want it done. But I, I definitely felt that about not demanding. Because right. then he goes on to say they're doing it either out of fear yes. or guilt. So guilt like they're going to feel bad if they don't do it later. Or two. If you were a good wife, you would. Blah, blah, blah. Or fear if I don't do this, then, you know, what's the retaliation? Or is he going to leave or is she going to leave? And you don't want a relationship built on those two ideas. Yes. There is an example in here. Again, a million examples. But one of the examples about the positively phrasing things. If a husband or whoever is not the cook of the house and says, could you just make a pasta at least one of these nights? We need a decent meal. Versus, do you think it'll be possible for you to maybe make pasta this week? That the way you're saying that kind of changes the whole tone. Or do you think you could take the trash out? The flies are about to carry it away. As opposed to, hey, it would be really helpful if. I mean, it could be all those things. Yeah. And to follow that up, um, he quotes psychologist William James that says the deepest human need is to feel appreciated. And so we can definitely use our words to do that. Like, hey, it is so helpful when you take out the trash. I'm able to keep cleaning the kitchen, and sometimes when I do it, the bag rips, and then i got to clean the floor too. And I appreciate you taking time at night when you've come home from work exhausted and you do that one thing for me. Mm-hmm. So just, And I, I see that in the workplace. How many times have you heard that people are willing to go above and beyond when they feel like appreciated? Yeah. And that's the true in your relationship with your significant other. So using words of affirmation beyond just, you look nice, thank you, you did a great job. If you can communicate true appreciation, um, who doesn't want to hear that? Right, and I think, uh, like you were saying, Farron, being specific about it. Because if you're vague about things you like, then you get vague responses but if the taking out the trash example how you built that person up it's super helpful here's why it's helpful that gets more of the buy-in and explains why you appreciate it so much so that would make even if I hated taking out the trash if I knew that brought all that fulfillment and joy to you then why would I not want to do it yeah if it means that much to you dang I thought I was just taking out the trash (laughs) but okay I'm changing your whole day right yes Yes, in fact, you are. So he also suggests one of our favorite parts. He, he says, why don't you go ahead and keep a little journal, and you can title it Words of Affirmation. If you have a hard time coming up with things to say, that's when you start a journal. Okay, if you hear something, read something, see something, hear someone else doing it, write it down, and then you can kind of tweak that phrase into something that applies to the person you love. You want a life hack? I can't believe I'm giving away this secret. I don't think I've given it away before. (laughs) So do you ever buy like a birthday card or anniversary card and it says all the great things and then it has a spot for you to like write more? Like what the heck are you supposed to write? The card just said it Uh all. uh Well, what usually happens is I have it narrowed down to like maybe two or three cards. And so I'll take a picture of the one I didn't buy 
and then I'll use some of those words oh my in this goodness. spot. And it's like, here's the deal. They said it so well. Yes. And sometimes I'm not necessarily a wordsmith with these kinds of mm-hmm. things, but I can definitely say this speaks directly to Jacob and our like relationship. Yeah. And so there's still thought behind it, but then it's beautifully written. And you can tell the cards I did that with and the cards I didn't. Because then it's just kinda like mumbo jumbo. I filled you, up the space. <laughs> The font gets a little, my handwriting uh-huh. gets a little bigger yes. towards the end. Yeah. That's such a good hack, Farron. It's just, so there you go. And Pinterest has lots of lovey-dovey quote things, mm-hmm. and you could probably type words of affirmation, and I'm sure someone's made a list. Oh, yeah. So, again, if it doesn't come naturally, but that's your spouse's love Let's language. Go watch the notebook. Figure right it down. out. Yeah. So, but writing them down so they're handy and it can, it commits it to memory too when you yeah. write it out. So there you go. Another bonus is not necessarily just telling that person to their face, but whenever you tell someone else the great things that they're doing and encouraging that person, like, man, Morgan did such a good job at coaching up the kids today. I just love watching him do that. Yeah, I think we definitely um, have more of a habit to husband or wife bash in get-togethers or girls' nights out or hanging with the guys. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, how how changing could that be to brag about your wife or husband in those situations? Yeah, we're giving you a little challenge right now. Next time you're at a girls' night out, make it a point to talk positively about your husband. And then you can even say, hey, what was something awesome your husband did this week? It doesn't have to be that, like, obvious if you don't want it to be. But, man, if someone bashes on their husband, say something positive about their husband or about your husband. That's great. It's a good environment to be in. Bonus points if you tell their mom. Oh, yeah. So, hey, mother-in-law, I love that Morgan did this, 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 or said this, this, this. That's going to make their mom heart so happy. Don't you love hearing when other people tell you great things about your kids? Mm -hmm. Same thing applies. And I've been intentional lately about pointing them out to our girls. And it is kind of like a, okay, they're girls. I want them to find a husband like mine. And I mean, I'm very, like, direct, like, clear as day. (laughs) So when Jacob's doing something or, you know, they might be like, where's daddy? He's at work. Well, when is he going to be home? And I'm like... He's doing plumbing, and they know by now that's never a good thing. (laughs) And I'm like, do you think he'd rather be here? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, do you know why he's out there? And he's working hard, so that way we can, you know, get bikes to ride in the Mm -hmm. neighborhood or, you know, save up to take a trip somewhere. And he's doing that because he loves us and trying to say, you know, someday I hope you have a husband that, you know, is willing to work and support you and all the things so that's so good um even talking into your kids but yes family friends again I think it's just become common nature to dog each other now for those of you that know me and Jacob in real life we do fun like take digs at each other but we've also learned what's okay and what's not and we also balance it out yeah. with compliments. I was about to say, you have, you have yeah. so many deposits in the bank that one like joke withdrawal that you have already like established as that is okay. Mm-hmm. That's different than yeah. what is happening yeah. elsewhere. If you're also having a hard time coming up with positive things to say about the person, write a list. Write a list of all the things they're doing right. Mm-hmm. And then that that's a good, a good indicator. And then tell them that. Don't just write the list and be like, woohoo! But be like, hey... You know what I love about you? That you wash the pots and pans because I hate it so much. Yeah. Oh, wow. 
brainstorm with friends. Yeah. Uh, ask them, what do you compliment your husband? How do you give him words of affirmation? Mm-hmm. And maybe don't use the same ones if they don't apply, <laughs> but maybe you guys can like brainstorm yeah, ideas. Yeah, for sure. And yay community on that one. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the book, of course, or at the end of each of these chapters, again, it, he gives advice. So if your spouse's love language is words of affirmation, um, I liked this one. It said to set a goal to give your spouse a different compliment each day for a month. Now for you, maybe that you you already do that. Okay, do more. Uh, maybe you do less. Or do it differently. Yeah. But what I really liked about that is a different compliment and not that mine aren't sincere, but if they're hearing, you're really good at taking out the trash over and over and over and over, it loses its value. Mm. And then it's like, is that the only thing I'm doing? Right, is that the only thing I'm doing right? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so, you know, getting creative and, um, you know, being specific, but uh, that might take Effort and discipline. Thinking ahead of time, too. So Yeah, and we mentioned this when we interviewed Rich and Amy Hampshire, how he journaled on his actual calendar Mm -hmm. different things, different prayers, different habits he wanted to instill. That's what you could do. Take your calendar and write the one thing you're going to say each day. Also, there's a book called The Power of the Praying Wife. There's a million variations of that. Power of the Praying Husband, Power of the Praying Parent, whatever. But each of the chapters goes through a different aspect as well. Like if one of the topics is work, I love that you work so hard to provide for us. Even if you are also bringing in income, you can still say that. That is an okay thing to say. So keep that in mind if you need more ideas. I liked that one too. I started that one as well. Haha. You beat me to it. So I'm going to go with this one. I liked the look for your spouse's strengths and tell them how much you appreciate their strengths. Be specific. Like, I like how you reach out to people at church who don't seem to have anyone to talk to, or you're really uh, keeping up with the job search. I know it'll pay off. So I really like that. Have you ever seen the movie Just Go With It with Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler? It is They've been... Oh, wait. Yeah, where they act like they're together, but they're not together? Yes. Okay, yes. yes. So there's a scene where it's like her college rival also happens to be at the same exact resort at the same exact time, and... It's, uh, what's her name, Nicole Kidman and Dave Matthews, <laughs> and their words of affirmation they do each other do for oh, each other, their gosh. scene. <laughs> yeah, Like, he'll look at her and be like, your face, your smile, your butt. And, <laughs> and then she'll say three things back, and they're like, what's up with that? And they're like, oh, anytime that we just leave each other's presence, we say three things we like about them, which the whole, the whole scene is hilarious, but... That's just something easy to do, and me and Morgan actually, since we saw that movie, do that. That's awesome. <laughs> so, well, you but, got me thinking you know. about time and day. You know, you might even yeah. if this is your expert thing, you're good at giving words of affirmation. Maybe kind of see like, does it get a bigger hit if you post it on social media? No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out the Instagram hacks. No, but see if man, I feel like he really receives that. A lot more in the morning on his way out the door to work. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, you know, he doesn't want to go. Or maybe in the evenings after a long day, they really strike him, strike a different chord in the evening. Yeah, so. for sure. That's a really good point. There's also another tip that he gives where you could just occasionally text or email or call during the day. We, we're going to do this also. We just send, like, really dumb gifts. <laughs> <laughs> so, or emojis. Anyway, like it doesn't even have to be words. It can be whatever matches your personality. Morgan and I are a little bit weird, so that's what works for us. Don't judge. Be judgers. There's (laughs) something for everyone. 
The other, the last thing I'll say about this is I really like at the end of each chapter, there's a section called your turn and it poses a question. So even if you're trying to figure out this whole love language thing, but your spouse isn't reciprocating, then you can at least ask the question. And the question for this chapter is what would you most like to hear your spouse say to you? So even if you're not a words of affirmation person, that's still a valuable question. So think about that. What would you like your person to most say to you? So yeah. And maybe, you know, voice that to them. They're not a mind reader yet, so. Nope. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, you'll see you guys next week for chapter... Are we on five? Well, we're on chapter... Chapter... It is chapter five. Yes. Guys, I'm on a roll. And this happens to be mine and Farron's, one of our tops, right? This is one of your top ones? Yeah. Cool. Come back next week. Bye. We help hardworking Christian women get the growth they want by giving them the tools they need in order to have more joyful lives. We love providing our Christian-based personal growth podcast to our listeners at no cost. If you are enjoying the content, please consider supporting our mission by donating to our Patreon. We're a small team creating the show for our community by researching, recording, and producing the episodes ourselves. Any amount is greatly appreciated. Your support will help offset the cost of making and hosting the show. As a thank you, you can receive exclusive access. For more details on specific membership tiers, visit our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash witty and gritty. We've included the link in the show notes.